How's it going, you guys? Sean and Danny back. First Pitch Baseball Podcast. Today we talk about top 100 prospects that just came out, the World Baseball Classic, and everyone's favorite team, the Cubs. Feels good to be back. We missed last week. Took a little hiatus. Yeah. Got busy. So what's what's going on around the MLB lately, Sean? What is going on? Well, the prospects were released. That's that's been uh, that's yeah, been I mean, determined. To be honest, it's not much going around. So we're gonna open today up for a chance for me and Sean to do our favorite thing we like to do is predict the future and talk about players who haven't even played baseball on a big league field yet. Absolutely. Actually, a couple have. Um, Pro Farm Bundy. Bundy. Well, yeah. So. For those of you who don't know, if you want to get more into the minor leagues and who's coming up and uh, for your team, Jonathan Mayo on MLB.com released his 100 top prospects last week. Um, I tweeted about it. For those of you who follow me on Twitter, I predicted correctly his first five in his top five. It wasn't very hard, but, I mean, for me it wasn't very hard. For Sean, this could have been extremely difficult. Now... (laughs) Uh, all right, all right, all right. Also, Keith Law is about to release his 100 tops. I think I trust Keith Law a little bit, but he's also very biased. He's very cynical. People he didn't like pre-draft, um, even if they've proven him wrong a little bit, he'll leave them down in his rankings just because. And I think Mayo contacts – I think he said he contacted like 81 scouts or something like that. So Mayo's a little more well-rounded, whereas – I feel like Keith Law has a a special gauge that if he really likes a player, even though he liked Bauer and Bauer, Bauer to me wasn't didn't really prove him right. Was he like 20, 21 yeah, Bauer. 25. I don't know. Bauer. Keith Law was remember the free Bauer. He was, he, <laughs> free Trevor Bauer. Yeah, that was <laughs> Bauer outage. Mm-hmm. But yeah, let's just talk about the top ten really quick because there's a lot of familiar names to some people. Um, everyone knows about Jerickson Profar. Sorry, I'm a little sick if I sound a little ridiculous right now. But Jerickson Profar, the switch inning shortstop for the Rangers, may play second base this year uh, for the Rangers. What do you think of him, Danny? Oh, we talked about him. Our last episode was named Jerks. Uh, what was it? Profile is, is a stud. Is a stud. Yeah, um, like we talked about him in fantasy. So we still believe. Uh, obviously, he's the number one for Mayo. Uh, followed up right behind Bundy, which is right right where Bundy should be. Uh, I if think not, it's flipped. Yeah, if not, Bundy could be one. I think they graded Bundy out at a. I mean, an, an eight fastball, which is the highest on the scale. Um, power stuff. Bundy, a lot of the minor leaguers tweeted that he should have been number one, including Archie Bradley, his former football friend. Um, football friend. Yeah, so a lot of a lot of the minor leaguers were saying Bundy should have been one. Like he's got some of the most unreal stuff they've ever seen. Uh, for those of you playing fantasy, though, Bundy might not be a guy that you want to waste a high round pick on. 
I just think he's not going to get the innings you need to compete in fantasy. But if it's a keeper league, Bundy is as close of a, a sure thing as a pitcher can be, barring injury. Um, I think the top five pitchers going forward will probably be, he'll be right in there with Verlander, King Felix, David Price, and Kershaw, and Strasburg, healthy. So... Bundy's right up in there, echelon, no doubt about it in my mind. Uh, it only took a couple innings of watching him pitch to see that the kid's a competitor on the mound. What do you feel about this Oscar Tavares, this uh, yeah. Barry Bonds comparison guy? Coming in at number three, Oscar Tavares. Um, he signed out of international signing. What a steal. Um, that's why we, we when the international signings come up, and the kids are only 16. He signed in 2008. And he's only 20 now. So he's signing when they're 15 or 16 years old. The Cardinals did a great job. What a steal. He throws lefty, bats lefty. Last year he had an awesome year, batting 321 with 23 homers and a 380 OBP. Uh, six foot two, 180. He takes some vicious hacks. He, he reminds me of, like, who takes vicious hacks? Like Gary Sheffield. No, not. <laughs> Sheffield did, but it was more bat speed. Prince? Yeah, he reminds me of a skinny Prince Fielder. I mean, his his swings are just... He's hitting the ball hard every single time. His bat speed's good. Everything you need. Oscar Tavares burst onto the scene. Just so we're not all discombobulated, let's go through the top ten just in order. Number one is Jerickson Profar, two Bundy, three Tavares. Number four is recently traded Will Myers. Yeah, we, we talked about him. Um, we talked about him a little bit. I think he might be a little little too high on this list. Um, Taiwan Walker comes in fifth, pitcher for the Mariners. Then Travis Darno, catcher, just traded the Mets. Jose Fernandez, pitcher for the Rockies. Or, not the Rockies, the Marlins. Sorry about that. Uh, Zach Wheeler of the Mets, pitcher. Garrett Cole, pitcher. Pirates and Tyler, Scab- Tyler Skaggs, who got some big league time, pitcher for yeah. the Diamondbacks. Um, I think Skaggs is a guy... That if you're playing, if you're looking for pitching out of any of these prospects, um, if you're playing in a league that's highly competitive and you're looking to get the next Jared Parker, um, me and Sean are fortunate enough to draft last year and hold on to. Um, I think, I think Tyler Skaggs on this list, he's not the best on pitcher on this list, but I think for 2013, he gets the most innings for you and pitches for a relatively good team in Arizona Diamondbacks in a big ballpark, and he had some big league time. So I think Skaggs is the guy you want. What do you think, Sean? I would definitely want Skaggs. I mean, he's got a great curveball, good fastball, control. Yeah. I mean, yes, he's, he's, he's going to be a pretty good player. If we go back to the top ten, what um, if you could pick one of these guys, one of these guys, who would you pick to start your team or build your team around? Not this year, just in the future. Well, it's this is easy for me. I think it's Profar. Really? At short, not at second. He needs to be a shortstop. His fielding right now is a seven, which is higher than some major, most major leaguers, and his his future grade is an eight. So he's got all the tools you need to get to an eight. He's just nineteen years old, and he is. 19 years old and he his instincts he played for the little league world series in curacao um those of you who like the little league world series uh back in 2005 he played for curacao mm-hmm. um profar is 
a big time player. But if you're getting a pitcher, you go Bundy. And some people like to start their teams out with catchers. I'm, who would you? I would pick. Uh, I'd pick either Profar or Bundy. Um, well, that's. I mean, that's why this that was a dumb question. Well, I, I. But at the same time, I don't think the rest of this list is completely accurate, at least in terms of what I feel is correct. I think Will Myers is a little high. Instead of four, I may drop him down to six or seven. I think Darno should be four. Um, Tavares. See, see, I think Garrett Cole works his way up this list in a hurry. I think so, too, and I think Zach Wheeler might also. Huge fan of Wheeler. Um, Jose Hernandez is another guy. There's a guy that looks like a pitcher. It's Jose Hernandez. He's got the frame. Reminds me of a little bit of a young Bartolo Colon. Bartolo? Yeah. Bartolo. He's got he's got power stuff, too. Without the hot dogs and... His fastball is the only one that compares to Bundy's on this list. Um, a, lot of, a lot of people are saying his mechanics might lead to injury, though. So, we'll see. If you want to jump... We're going to jump up a little bit. Um, Out of this next... Ten, we'll, we'll just list them off in order. Billy Hamilton of the Reds, Miguel Sano from the Twins, Christian Yelich from the Marlins, Lindor from the Indians, Tyon from the Pirates, Javier Baez from the Cubs, Trevor Bauer, Indians, Danny Hulton from the Mariners, Buxton from the Twins, and Bogarts from the Red Sox. Now, is there a player on this list that's relevant for 2013? Uh, maybe Billy Hamilton, definitely Trevor Bauer. Uh, Holston, probably. Yeah, those are the three I was thinking, too. And maybe Tyon? No, probably not Tyon. I don't know. Is he older than Garrett Cole? Yeah, he was drafted the year before. He's 91. So he's around 20. Yeah, Cole was a college pitcher. True. Um, Yeah, he's younger than Cole. I don't think Tyon's coming up. Xander Bogarts, actually. He's getting Hanley Ramirez comps. Um... He's a Boston Red Sox shortstop prospect. He's got some major power. Um, I know the way me and Sean play fantasy, the guy like him would be would be a late season pickup if he was a September call up. Gets you some power. We had Machado last year. He's sort of the same deal. Um, An interesting guy on this list is Yelich. I feel like a lot of people don't know about these Marlins prospects like Fernandez. And Yelich, but Yelich is a tall, linky outfielder. Got some power potential, and he's not a great fielder. He's not a phenomenal runner, but he can run a little bit. Yeah, he can drive the ball to all fields. Um, excellent speed, actually. Still 20 bases. Good instincts on the bases as well. Um, I think every player... Um, no, it, no, speed doesn't lead to stealing bases exactly. There's an instinct that you need to steal bases. Yelich can do that. Um, for the NL Central, the Cubs are on this list with Javier Baez. He comes in as a third-ring shortstop, and he's at number 16. He's been invited to the big league camp. Which we're really excited about. Here. Yeah, which Cubs fans will be really excited. Get, they'll, get, they'll get some more footage on him. Uh, he'll be in national TV uh, playing. He's a, he stands at six foot one. He's a, he's a big kid, big big body, a huge swing. Uh, for shortstop, he's actually 
he's playing he's very advanced for a shortstop on defense. He's also got good in, instincts. And if there's anyone that follows him on Twitter, he's extremely confident that he'll be playing at Wrigley maybe by the end of this year. He's he's pushing the issue as an attitude standpoint. And he did hit his first failures at high A Daytona last year. Um he he but Overall, his last year's numbers are just absolutely crazy. He does strike out a little bit too much and doesn't walk a lot. Um, but his power potential is enough to make you put him in the top 20 if you're Jonathan Mayo. And then the only shortstop ahead of him is Profar and then Lindor, who's more... Who's all ahead. around. He's more yeah, around. they played in the same league, the Midwest League, and Lindor batted 257 with six homers. And 500 at bats, and Baez batted 333 with 12 homers and half the at bats, 200. So Baez is, you would ask yourself, how is Lindor possibly ahead of him? Well, Lindor doesn't strike out much. And he's also a better fielder. And, he and he's gets, probably going to stay a shortstop also. Yeah, so he gets a little bit of boost from his shortstop status. Baez, a lot of people, I think it's sort of. Um, a given that he's going to play third? Yeah, because of Starlin Castro, they'll, they'll, they'll say he's going to thir- be at third base, but actually, Judd Hoyer and um, Jason McLeod want to pre- preserve his value just in case they want to trade him. Um, he's playing at shortstop this year. Uh, no, he won't be at day, uh, at Kane County. He'll start in Daytona, maybe double-A Tennessee. Um, but he will be in the big league camp, and face big league pitching, and he should be fine. Um, there's, He could hit. Do you think that, going to the Reds, um, Billy Hamilton, do you think he's going to hit enough to be an effective player, or do you think his hitting is going to be his downfall and he might just be a bench or utility player? Yeah. I, I don't know what to think about him. He stole 155 bases last year. Which is unreal. Yeah, I mean, he's got the kind of speed where he scores from second on a ground ball. Like, <laughs> I, mean, I swear to God, like, that happened. Ball. He scored like, on a on a ground ball at third base from second. It was insane. Something like that happened. I forgot exactly what it was. Um, he's a very skinny guy. He has little power. Let's make no doubt about it. He can hit. Like, a lot of people will say, like, he's not Tony Campana, for those of you who are Cubs fans. He's not... He's, who's another fast guy? That Joey Gathrick. Yeah, he's not Joey Gath. Like he's got some baseball skills. Uh, I just don't know. I, I, he's got to play center field, right? I, I'm guessing I, they wouldn't put him in an infield position. I think he was signed as a second baseman, but they moved him to center, which is where he should play. Um, I I've seen a few tapes of him. I'm not sure he's going to be able to hit. I think he is definitely a major league player because of his speed. But I don't know if he's going to hit enough to be either an all-star, definitely, or even an average big league regular. Because he's all speed, and that's all he has. Um, And also, Jonathan Mayo released his organizational ranks. Same thing with, uh, what's his name, Uh, Keith Law, and they tweeted those out. The Cubs come in at fifth on Keith Law's list, I think 10th on Mayo's. Notable players would be Almora, Soler, Vogelbach, Arodi Zizcaino, and Javier Baez, obviously. Um, what other teams stuck out to you? The Cardinals are getting a lot of... Cardinals are getting a ton of love. They have a lot of pitching. 
that's pretty much big league ready, whether it's Rosenthal or Miller. Or um, that Carlos Martinez kid. Um, yeah, they have a... They have a lot. They have pitching. They have so much pitching they didn't even use them all last year with Lance Lynn. They'll piggyback him with. Didn't Lynn go down to the minors at yeah. one point last year? <laughs> like they have so much pitching depth in their organization at major league. Who's that kid? Joe Kelly pitched well. Joe Kelly's a stud. Dude. Yeah, He's a I mean, good pitcher. They got. I, I hate them. I hate uh, that. Um, Another team that was on the list was the Rays, who. Continue to stockpile even while winning, which I find very admirable. I mean, they, they in the trade for Shields, they got Odorizzi and Montgomery. They just stop stockpiling pitchers, whether it's through trades or the draft. They are so good at evaluating talent and developing it. Yeah, I mean, they were going downhill a little bit. They weren't really getting enough hitting from their minor league system. Um but, like, Desmond Jennings didn't pan out the way they thought, but I think he bounces back. But also, I mean, I don't know. They A lot of their – without those compensation picks, it's going to be a new game for Friedman. Uh, the new CBA doesn't allow him to stockpile eight draft picks in the top 50. So now he's going to have to find a different way. And it's mostly going to be, like, selling off players, selling off his parts before they're free agents. So David Price next year – um, a lot of teams are going to be loading up their prospect bullets, getting ready to shoot for him. Uh, I don't know how much it would take to get David Price, but I'm, I'm sure it's... Oh, it would take a I'm sure, I'm sure it's a boatload. So I just think they're they're not getting the hitting they need. So, But they but, did get... I mean, they got Myers. Yeah. They have some... They, they'll be good this... Yeah, they're going to be good this year. Like we said in the AL preview... Off-season thing, we said that we both agree they probably win that division, right? Definitely. Even though everyone's got Toronto in the World Series, uh, that's just not the people. That's just not the way. Yeah, that's just not the way baseball works. Um, anything else you want to talk about as far as prospects? Um, I there's some guys later on in the list that are worth mentioning, especially a lot of. Oh, there's a lot of great year. players in the top 100. There's some of them in the end are just too young to be. Ahead of the guys who've been on the list a couple years already. Yeah, like Nick Franklin, for instance. He's probably not the 47th best player on this list, but he's a solid prospect and should be in Seattle very soon, if not at the beginning of the year. He's a he's a guy who's got a little bit of pop, a little bit of a little bit of everything. He's a good all-around player. He's been on this list a couple times already, um, but realistically, in terms of potential overall, he'd probably be a little lower. But Guys trying to build their value, whether it's the new draft class or whatnot, that knocks them down a little bit also. It's interesting to see D.D. Gregorius on this list at 63. When Bauer was 17. Yeah, Bauer was 17. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, the Diamondbacks got to be... Powers. <laughs> well, they, maybe on their list he is number one. Maybe he's ahead of Rofar. Possibly. Uh, I know what... Uh, maybe in some delusional, twisted world he would be. Um, I don't think he's going to hit. I really don't. He has no power. I don't think he's going to hit. Yeah, it doesn't look like he's going to hit. Um, we're going to take a quick break and uh, come back and talk about... World Baseball Classic and the Cubs. Yeah, a little bit of Cubs talk for you guys. Um, hang in there.
welcome back. Um, World Baseball Classic's coming up this year. Um, we just wanted to debate a little bit about the World Baseball Classic, how we feel about it, whether it should be played more often, whether it should exist. What are your basic feelings on this whole thing? Well, if I'm a fan, I want to see USA win. Definitely. But if I'm an organization, I do not want my pitchers pitching at 100% ferocity in March. <laughs> beginning of March. Uh, it's just a tough sell for young pitchers, especially, to go out there who haven't even proven themselves in the big leagues to pitch, you know, at 100% when that's not their normal routine. And I'm glad it's every four years or whatever. Um, makes it a little more sellable. But, I mean, it, it's a good show. What do you think about it? I think the best part about it, I, I completely agree with you. I wouldn't want my pitchers throwing in it, throwing 20, 30 innings or whatever they end up pitching in this thing. But I do think it's a great pedestal for international players. Like, it's where Dice Cape broke out onto the scene. Suspettis was in it. Darvish. Darvish. I mean, there's a... It, it's a great scouting combine almost, where people can put on a show. And I agree with you. Every four years is fine. But there's a... It, you want USA to win, obviously, or your country of ethnicity, go Italy. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you go know, Italy. go Italy, Piazza and the bunch. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, overall, I think, it's a, I think it's a good thing. I wouldn't want any Cubs in it, just especially pitchers. Not that I, I don't think any are, but... It's a it's a cool little thing for it gives international flavor, kind of like the World Cup, but in America for baseball, which is America's sport, you know. Yeah, it's funny you say go to Italy. When I was at the American Baseball Coaches Association, I met this seventy year old Mexican man who's responsible for picking Team Mexico's roster, mm-hmm. and I asked him if um, we have anything else in. I'm half Mexican, so we had, I asked him if we have anything else in Mexico to cheer about besides Adrian Gonzalez. And um, there's a little bit of talent in Mexico, but it's nothing like Puerto Rico or the Dominican Republic. <laughs> yeah, Mexico have, like, Giovanni Gallardo go out game one. Um, that's not bad. That's Giovanni not- Gallardo and... Gallardo's a good pitcher. He's falling off its rifle, but not 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 too much. Uh, who's your favorite to win it? Who's my favorite to win it? Well, I haven't looked through the list of the teams yet, but I think America has a chance. America, go America! And uh, the Dominicans always tough, and obviously Japan always ends up winning it. So how I don't know, but they're not gonna win. They're fundamentally sound, so we'll see what. We'll see what happens, you know. Um, notable prospects you can see, since it's a kind of a prospect show. Um, Profar and Angelton Simmons will be playing for the Netherlands, right? Ooh, that's a good middle yeah. of field. <laughs> that's a great middle of the field. Yeah, it doesn't get much better than that defensively, so that'd be exciting. Anthony Rizzo will be playing for Italy. Italians. Rizzo. Yeah. Um, you know Rizzo said he would love to play for USA. The likes of Joe Mauer already being on the team, and I think Mark Teixeira. Um, why is Mark Teixeira on the team? Yeah, that's a good Jimmy, question. Why is Willie Bloomquist? I mean, like, like where do we... It, this is one thing I don't like about this 
this whole series. Is well, that- Ari Dickey definitely should pitch for USA. I mean, you could throw a knuckleball for days, right? Yeah, I mean, I I agree with Dickey. I'm not sure but- that gets those Japanese hitters out. Probably. I mean, but look at look at some. Well, Zobris was a good pickup. You got Joe Maurer to share up. Tim Collins. They'll be fine. <laughs> I think USA has a great chance to win it. Kimbrell in the bullpen. David Wright, your guy, and Car- Ryan Braun and Giancarlo Stanton in the middle. That's a, they're not a bad team. This is a good oh, team. No, they're not a, and Adam Jones. Adam Jones. This is a good outfield. Let's not pretend like all oh, the USA didn't get their best players just because you know all our Verlander and Kershaw aren't pitching. But this is our game. We should be able to win it. This is like with our, our B list. This B or C. B minus list. Uh, our A plus list would to, win this in, to in what it could be in two seconds. Obviously, the best lineup probably goes to Dominican Republic. Their middle infielder infielders of Cano, Reyes, Beltre, um, Carlos Santana, um, Nelly Cruz, and Robinson Cano. So Melky, are they drug testing? Yeah, I don't. I don't yeah, I think and there is drug Cruz. testing for us actually. Um, yeah, I mean it's gonna be good. I'll, I'll probably turn it on if it, if I'm not doing anything. I know a lot of Americans don't watch it, but actually, the TV ratings in other countries show that it is pretty popular. Um, this is their one chance to see how their players match up to the MLB players. I don't think. Uh, hope, hopefully, other countries realize this isn't our best lineup we could possibly put together, but it should be good enough to win. I think we win it this year for the first time. You'd hope. I mean, they got. It's America's sport. Let's win the free... Kazma Sui on the team? What is this? Kazma Sui is on Team Japan. I just want to say that. Where is he? Kazma Sui. We, it, this World Baseball Classic is the comeback of Kazma Sui. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's, I don't know if that's a good thing or not. It's not a good thing. He was a freaking bust. Anyway, Pete Orr. Oh, that's Canada. Philippe Omont. Justin Morneau and Brett Lowry for Canada. Can't Russell forget, Martin. Can't forget Jimmy Van Ostrand either. Like, Chin Min Wong. Some of these players are like, coming back from the dead, dude. Yeah, Mexico's closer is uh, Sergio Romo. Uh, they got Jorge Cantu, Danny Espinosa, Adrian Gonzalez. Kareem Garcia, wow. The guy who started that brawl with Pedro in 03. Was it? Kareem, yeah, he oh, threw yeah, it over yeah. his head. Marco Estrada, the guy who ended our fantasy season. Yeah, that's rough. Alfredo Aceves, who can who can close, relieve, start. All right, let's move on. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure we've made people's ears bleed by just talking about the World Baseball Classic. <laughs> no one really cares. All right, let's go to the Cubs because that's our favorite topic, team, whatever. Um. Javier Baez coming to camp, as we mentioned earlier. He's not going to make the team out of spring training, obviously, but he could be up later in the year. Yeah. Um, Did we talk about our um, Kerry Wood and Mark Pryor talking to the prospects? No, we haven't. Did we talk about it on the last show? I don't think so. Well, let's talk about about it again. (laughs) (laughs) Kerry Wood and Mark... Yeah, we did. Did we? Yeah, we did. Remember I asked you you how old do you think Mark Pryor is? Oh, yeah, he's 29, 30. Yeah, but he was 29. 29. Yeah. 29, 30. And then I m- mentioned that Edwin Jackson was 28, and he's considered young. Mm-hmm. And Mark Pryor has been around for, like, since we were kids. Just think of the deal Mark Pryor would have gotten oh, had he stayed healthy. Jeez. All right. We, this is, no, we need to stop talking about Mark Pryor. Anyways, Javier Baez was invited to that player meeting and then consequently invited to camp. Um, I, I think... From the quotes I've read, 
Um, they want to they want to make sure Javi gets a cup of coffee. Real, real no pressure situation. Split squad games up in Mesa, uh, Mesa Arizona. You gonna um, be watching some spring training games this year? Yeah, the ones that are televised. Hopefully, he's in the lineup. Uh, I just think it's gonna be really interesting. Just so Cuff fans could see him. He gets sort of. I mean, Cubs fans really travel out to Arizona. They travel well to that. Very so he's going to get a little taste of the pressure he's going to be under. I'm sure he's going to be signing a lot of autographs, uh, getting involved. It's good for him to get this experience. And the Cubs do want to compete in 2013. And if they do catch lightning in a bottle, um, which Fangraph says is like a 5% chance that they can win 90 games. And then 90 games is historically enough to get in the playoffs. So... If they are competing, plus team. yeah, plus there's another team now. So if they are close, they'll probably bring up Javi, and and he'll be better for it based on getting be little Manny Machado. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what this is about. Yeah, it's about getting him ready just in case that does happen. I don't think they start his arbitration clock early. He's not going to make the team. He could hit 20 home runs in a row in <laughs> spring training, and we they would not start his arbitration clock. Um, his service time is going to start after September when it's going to keep him rookie eligible. And he'll probably make the team next year. And that's pretty bold. Well, you mentioned the 5% chance of winning 90 games. What it, it, Do you realistically think this team is going to contend all the way through? Or do you think they're going to finish in last place like a lot of people are saying? Because I think they're I think it's somewhere one, in the middle. See, I think it's one or the other. Now, people will be like, oh my god, they lost 100 games. How are they possibly going to win 30 more? Than last year. And I'll tell you easily. The answer is. Well. We traded Dempster. We shut down Samarja. We. Garza got shut down. Precautionary. He had nothing wrong with his elbow. He's fine. Uh, Yeah. We tried to trade Dempster. Oh. Don't even get me started on Dempster. Um, He'll get booed next time he comes to Wrigley. Uh, When you you get rid of 66% of your staff. You're going to lose games in a hurry. So. Their bullpen's a little better with Fujikawa. Um, they have a lot of minor league arms that are probably going to be called up to pitch. And there's a lot of good power arms in our system that could throw a little bit. Um, Trevor McNutt. Trey McNutt. Trey McNutt, yeah. Yeah, so... I think he's going to be a pretty good reliever. And Alberto Cabrera's going to be stretched out this spring training. He could throw a little bit. going to stretch out Vizcaino? Yeah. What do you think he's going to oh, be up? See, I don't know. Uh, if he doesn't have a setback, he's not... He'll probably be up mid-season once, once we're out of it, maybe. I don't think we'll be out. I, you see, I think this team is going to finish right at about 500 because they have a ton of depth in terms of their pitching, especially starters. They added a few relievers. They can't hit very well. That's very obvious. That's the thing. They can't hit. Because, I mean, what if Rizzo and 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 Who would have Castro hit? A little bit. I mean, it's still not enough. It's just the two of them, but, I mean, Barney's a solid little yeah. player. He doesn't hit much, but he's a great fielder. Stewart could Stewart, hit 30. Yeah, you could hit, <laughs> hit, hit 25 or hit zero. Exactly. Um, Stewart's the X factor. If Stewart hits, he'll, I think the Cubs will be fine. I like, if he, well, if he hits, they'll be fine. I like the right field platoon now. With uh, Sheerholtz and Harrison, yeah. I think that I think they're gonna hit like an all-star right field. I still think Soriano and Marmol will get traded. One of them, at least. One I one think one. definitely Marmol. I'm not sure about Soriano yet. Soriano might have. I to I don't wait see why until... the Tigers wouldn't want Marmol. 
Tiger. Well, I don't see it. Any team should want Marmol yeah. if the Cubs are willing to pay everything because he can be a great reliever. Yeah, no, he's better than anything the Tigers could fathom on, on putting out there right now. I, I mean, they've been a lot. I mean, he could fit on the Tigers. He could fit... He could fit on the Mets. He could fit on a lot of teams, but it depends on what teams have to give up. I mean, they traded for Heron for him, so the team's willing to give up something, so we'll see. Now, for the best topic of the show, performance-enhancing drugs in the MLB. Sean's going to go on a little bit of a rant about his favorite player, A-Rod, as I like to call A-Rod. <laughs> or A-Fraud. Um, Sean King... Well, let's just go over what happened. What happened with A-Rod? They found them using more drugs, basically. <laughs> nothing nothing more than that. The Miami reports came out. They mentioned him along with a few others. Gio Gonzalez, Nelson Cruz. Yeah. I mean, but Melky. Melky, of It's course. not good if you're on a list with Melky Cabrera. Of course, they all deny. Um, I, no one asked Melky, probably, because we all know. Yeah, probably. Yeah, Melky just is relaxing. Gio and uh, Cruz denied it. Of course definitely. they did. Um, I just want to say something. Why in baseball, if a person uses PEDs, do you think they are the worst person in the world? Whether it's steroids, PEDs, but if a football player gets test Brian Cushing, for example, I don't even know if anyone noticed he had PEDs. Well, part of it... At least this is my humble opinion. And he was Defensive Player of the Year in the NFL, and no one says anything. No one takes anything away. No one has interviews about him on um, well, let's, let's Oprah. Put, let's put baseball in a historical perspective. It has been around a lot longer than football. And uh, unlike football, where the game is built around winning the Super Bowl, winning as a team, all this nonsense, baseball is built on numbers. At least of individual players. A-Rod is somebody who is approaching historic milestones. He's already reached historic heights. I think everyone thought he was going to break Barry Bonds' record. He probably definitely won't do that anymore. He's only at 647. needs 100 more. He's never going to get there. But I don't know. I don't, I don't think he's ever going to play again, personally. Yeah, this, this definitely is in his way. But... I mean, it, when the Yankees are trying to void your contract, it's a big deal because they like base contracts are just not voided because it looks bad on the organization because no, you, people won't want to sign with you, and it's bad on the players' association amongst everything. But I don't understand. I'm gonna put who is the douchiest athlete, Lance Armstrong or A Rod? Because it's got to be one or the other. Like, Lance Armstrong... He's Lance Armstrong. He categorically denied everything. Just as A-Rod, who comes up... I, I almost give... See, this is the thing. Lance Armstrong cheated in a sport that everybody cheats. And he was the best. So I don't take anything Could away from him. Could you about be- baseball? Uh, at least anymore. at a certain point? Not anymore. Uh, I think PEDs in baseball are lower oh, yeah. percentage than... It's probably the lowest percentage in sports besides basketball, maybe. Um, I think baseball gets a bad rap just based off the steroid era. But, man, football players use more than anybody, and no one says anything because sports about violence and has shoddy history besides team recognition. 
Um, Look at what happened with Ray Lewis, for example. Yeah, it's swept under the rug, and yeah. everyone believes him. This deer antler... I, you know what? I respect the hell out of Ray Lewis. If he just showed up after the Super Bowl and said, Hell yeah, I used deer antler spray. But why does everybody care about that more than me murdering people? Exactly. And nobody cares that they got murdered. I, I could go on for days about Ray Lewis. Let's not even get to that. Yeah. That also, congrats to Ed Reed, the best safety of all time, getting yes. his Super Bowl ring. Um, no one paid him any attention. Best player in the defense. All right, we're not a football show, but this has to do with... This has to do with morals, dude. This has to do with PEDs and baseball getting a bad rap. And A-Rod is cheating history. He's cheating numbers. But as far as him versus Lance Armstrong, I think Armstrong is a bigger um, idiot in the media because he tried ruining people's lives, suing them. A-Rod came out like a man, admitted it. Yeah, admitted it after he got caught. He made up a story is what he did. Yeah, he made it. Yeah, and him lying, saying he only used it to 2003, now his legacy is really tainted because you don't know when he started using. He would have been the, one of the best players of all time, regardless of steroid use. Uh, he was a prodigy. I was a huge fan of this guy. Huge fan. But yeah. after the second report came out, you just got to wonder, like, what goes through that guy's head? Yeah. You know, like, how, how do you, like... Yeah, he came up probably during the... End of the steroid era. He's playing with guys with late nineties. Late nineties, where steroid wasn't banned. Steroids weren't banned. I think we all forget this, but they weren't banned. Well, they were illegal. Yeah, they're illegal, but they weren't banned from baseball, right? They weren't banned from baseball, but still illegal drugs is still. I mean, I, I'm an, I'm a steroids apologist. I think all the players should just be in the Hall of Fame, just because you know if everyone was on them and. They were the best. You know, they were the best. Now, you could argue their numbers should be skewed. I could hear you on that. But, I, I you know, I, I, it's such a complicated, a touchy time. subject. It is. Because can you imagine an introduction speech of Mark McGuire at the yeah. Hall of Fame ceremony? Everyone's going to look at him like, this guy cheated. We all know it. But we're going to relish his career. I wonder if people would show up. I wonder if, like, the Hall of Famers would even show up. Like, I know... Uh, like Bob Feller before he passed away, I know he was just anal about Pete Rose and the steroid users not being in the Hall of Fame. He's like, if there, and I agree there should be a character standpoint, but I think there's a difference between. I mean, Ray Lewis is going to be in the Hall of Fame for football. He murdered somebody, probably, and he apparently used this illegal deer antler spray, which helped him recover from his triceps injury. Now, we celebrate that. I mean, baseball's been through different eras. There was the drug era in the 60s and 70s with, like, Vita Blue and uh, what's the guy who threw the Doc Ellis? He threw a perfect game or no-hitter when he was tripping on acid. I mean, we, we accept that. We don't punish for that. But we punish for steroid users. And I, I don't... It, I can see the difference. It's just I don't think the best player should be punished. So, Baseball Hall of Fame is the only place in the United States that documents every single thing that happens in the MLB. Now, I know there's the Negro League Hall of Fame and was it Kansas? And, uh, but this whole era, is, if they don't vote anybody in, we don't know who used. We'll never know exactly. exactly. Like, but I hate... I, this is what I hate, though. P- 
People say, this guy didn't use, he deserves to get in. Mike Piazza, for example, or the worst in Chicago, Frank Thomas. Now, I don't care if you're... Craig Biggio was... Um, he, he was a great player. A great he, player, but probably not a Hall of Famer, but he gets the most like percentage. the 10th best guy in the Hall of Exactly. Famers. But Brian Roberts, second baseman, Baltimore Orioles, probably, you know, he's about your size, Sean. And he uses PEDs... And he's not buff. He, his head's not the size of Barry. His arms aren't the size of Barry Bonds. Like, um, it's unnoticeable. You don't know. Andy Pettit, another guy. You don't know who you. So the, exactly. the people say, oh, my God, Frank Thomas. That is, not- my, biggest, that, that is my biggest problem, too. I, yeah. like, it, it's this just- is what bothers me. People all of a sudden think they watch Frank Thomas work out every day. Or I can, you, I can never guarantee you that he used or not. But I can guarantee you that you don't know. So people like Frank Thomas tuning his own horn, yeah, that's not that to me. That sounds fishy. Why? Why do you need to parade yourself around? I just think you're one of the guys that didn't get caught. And people that say from one way or the other, like I don't know if if Frank Thomas used or not, but I could tell you one thing: no one knows besides him. So exactly. he felt like there's a crease there where he could push his publicity. And try to get into the Hall of Fame. Biggio, because he's small, he's going to get a lot of votes. But Brian Roberts used. A lot of small middle infield used. Pitchers used. I mean, Roger Clemens, yeah, he used too. I mean, you just don't know who used. So maybe <coughs> baseball needs to continue to document history. This is part of their history. They need to accept it. They need to document it. Um, the ceremony might be awkward, but it's still Barry Bonds. It's still Roger Clemens. It's still... Everyone from the um, maybe, Manny Ramirez, A Rod, all these guys yeah. that are definitely good enough to be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, there are some iffy guys like Palmero and McGuire and Sosa. Right, they're just sluggers. But there's also I don't I don't know. It's 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 a tough debate. But I hate just just from now on. If you're on Twitter and you follow me or tweet at me. Don't say Frank Thomas didn't use steroids because you have no idea. I don't care if he was big his whole life. He could have used HGH to help heal his body. If he's that big, how do he play so long is my question. David Ortiz used HGH. He's about the same size. He needed it. So don't tell me that you don't like Frank Thomas didn't do anything or Mike Piazza somehow slipping under the radar. Um, I think it's just it's just a guess who game. I, I completely and utterly agree with you. I think it, it, I, there is no way to determine who used, who did not use, unless you were actually caught. I could see if you want to keep out the guys that were actually caught, you know, whatever. But don't put guys in. It, it, it's got to be one or the other. You got to, and yeah, I know. Yeah, I think it, so too. You got to document it or not. Yeah, it, you either got to, this whole era should have a wing. He played during the steroid era. Now, that could hurt guys. Like, like I think we can both agree we don't think a guy like Derek Jeter used. But there's no way to find out. Yeah, there's no way to know. Yeah, but he, he might be punished. You know, he's in the steroid. I think people just need but, to move on. Yeah, exactly. We're spending way just too much time, it, yeah. money, and, and emotions like, on this whole Yeah, thing. I'm sick of people talking about it. They were good players. They're in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Ken Griffey's going to be in the Hall of Fame. I can't wait for that day. Um we think he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. Who knows at this Yeah, point? maybe there'll be an allegation against Ken Griffey and we'll lose baseball's greatest player since Mike Trout. What? Mike Trout is a Ken Griffey Jr. 
Similar. Ken Griffey would have broke all the home run records if it weren't for his injuries. I could, yeah, probably. Definitely. I don't think he's better than Bonds, though. Uh, but, see, Bonds used. Bonds uh, See, uh, I could say that about the guys. But we don't that know if used. <laughs> yeah, but we don't know. So, like, that's it's why like, he just got celebrated all. Relax. It, it happened. It's over. Now they're going to test. So now baseball is pure. It's the most pure sport. And its history is pure, except this little era. Um, I mean, guys like Hank Aaron use amphetamines and stuff, and they had an advantage over people who weren't using exactly. that. So the you don't has, know. Yeah, it's, the sport has never been clean. Yeah, but I mean, we glorify the steroids era because people started hitting home runs. I think it's the most over-talked about topic in the world because numbers are so important in baseball. Yeah, you got to somehow discriminate against the steroid era, but you got to celebrate it at the same time. And I think baseball needs to figure that out and also change the voting process. Anything else you want to say for the show? No, I just think it's a it's a shame that it just to build on the steroid. Going back to that Hall of Fame vote, it's a shame that those guys didn't get in. At least the very obvious ones. That's all I have. Yeah, that, that's all I have too. So um, tune in next week. We'll have another show next week. Um, also look on MLB.com. Top 20 organizational prospects are be released today, tomorrow, and Wednesday. Um, yeah. So check out your team's top 20 prospect. It's a little deeper rather than the top 100. Um, uh, we, we, we're trying to get some viewer emails, so give the, I give out the email address. Yeah, go ahead. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know our email address. That's probably why we don't get emails. <laughs> yeah, it's probably, uh, at least I know it wasn't you that emailed us that one time. Uh, <laughs> Firstpitchbaseball101 at gmail.com. So go ahead and email your questions or tweet at us. Uh, our Twitter handles are on our website at podbean.com. Uh, check it out on iTunes. Remember, cl- click five stars. This show's awesome. It'd be better if we had some more fan feedback. Um, questions about your organization uh today was more of a prospect show peds and world baseball classic so if you know anyone that's interested in listening in that go ahead and give them a podcast if you're commuting um throw it on in, in your headphones if you're working out throw it on or um late at night and you want to get get your fix of baseball news uh for the week so we'll do a spring training show probably next week previewing spring training maybe We'll get to fantasy at some point. Yeah, we'll do maybe a whole fantasy show. I know fantasy baseball is getting more popular and diehard fans play, so most of our listeners are probably diehard fans. If you don't like baseball, you probably don't like our show. So we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one.